the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Answered by Daily Hope Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10 says this in the Bible. Whoever loves money will never have enough. So you can't love it. And whoever loves wealth will never be satisfied with his income. Because you always want more. That's why Jesus says this in Luke 12. Guard against all kinds of greed. Because your life is not measured by how much you own. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in a series called Transformed. In these lessons, Rick uncovers key principles found in God's Word that will completely transform our lives from the inside out in every area, including spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, and vocational. Now, if you can improve in any of the areas I just mentioned, stay with us, because in just a few moments, we're going to let you know how you can have your very own transformed study kit from Pastor Rick which includes a seven-session DVD and workbook. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. If you want, you can just text the word DAILY to 99000 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Transforming How I See and Use Money. Now, it may surprise you that Jesus actually talked more about money than he did heaven or hell. In fact, half of all of the parables that Jesus told are about money, half of them. In fact, in the books of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, one out of every six verses is about money and money management. Why? Because money can dominate our lives, and money influences our lives for either good or bad. It can be used for great things, it can be used for bad things, either way. And we spend so much of our time thinking about it, working for it, earning it, you know, studying it, saving it, and investing it, all these different things. And if you don't learn to manage your money, it will manage you. Now, this weekend, we're going to look at the most misunderstood story of Jesus in the entire Bible. It's a doozy. And it's in Luke chapter 16. If you have a Bible, you might want to turn to Luke chapter 16. And the reason why this is a confusing passage is because it appears that Jesus is approving of dishonesty. He's not. He just uses a clever crook as the hero of the story, and he's using it for shock value. Now, let me read you the story, and then I'll make a couple comments on it, and we'll look in depth at it. Luke chapter 16. Here's the story of Jesus. It's called the parable of the dishonest or shrewd manager. Jesus said, there once was a rich man who enlisted a manager to take care of his property. But the manager was accused of wasting his master's possessions. 
So the owner called him in and said, you must now give an account of your stewardship and report what you've done with what I entrusted to you because your time as a manager is ending. Now the manager thought, what am I gonna do now? I'm losing my job, but I'm not strong enough to dig ditches and I'm too proud to beg. I love that part. He goes, I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do so that after I lose my job, I'll have plenty of friends to take care of me. So he called in everybody who was in debt to his master. And he asked the first guy, how much do you owe my master? The guy says, 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager said, okay, here's what I want you to do. Tear up the bill and write a new bill that says you only owe 400 gallons. Okay, this is just going to be between me and you. We're not going to tell this to the boss. And next the manager found another debtor and he asked him, he said, how much do you owe? And the guy said, a thousand bushels of wheat. And he said, uh, the manager replied, okay, here's what I want you to do. Change your bill to say you only owe 800 bushels. So he's doing this under the table, obviously without permission. Now, when the master, this is the owner, heard what the dishonest manager had done, he still praised him. He praised him for his shrewdness. For worldly people are more shrewd in handling their affairs than are those who belong to the light. Now that is a strange story. In the next couple of verses, Jesus gives a little bit into the meaning of it. And he says in verse 9, So Jesus said, I tell you, use your worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves. What? Am I supposed to buy friends? This is getting even weirder. Use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it is gone, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. He's talking about heaven. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And who's ever dishonest with little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, he's saying, if you're not a good money manager, if you're not taking care of the money that I've given you, if you've been untrustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who's going to trust you with true riches? spiritual riches, the real riches of life. And if you have not been trustworthy with somebody else's property, who's going to give you property of your own? No servant can serve two masters. He'll either hate the one and love the other, or will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Notice he didn't say you should not. He said you can't. It's impossible. You cannot serve God and money. Now that may be the most frustrating, the most shocking, and the most misunderstood story that Jesus ever told. Now it's important to note a couple things. First, Jesus is not praising the guy's dishonesty. He's praising his shrewdness, and we'll get back to that in just a minute, what that means. He's not praising his dishonesty. Second, you can learn from anybody if you know the right questions. You don't have to agree with everything a person believes or does to actually learn from them. This is very, very important. Because today people think, because I disagree with you on something, then I can't learn from you on something. Well, that's nonsense. If you can only learn from people that you agree with 100%, well, guess what? You're not going to learn anything. Because nobody agrees with you 100%. Have you talked to your wife lately? 
or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend nobody's going to agree with you all the time and and you don't have to agree with everything a person believes or does or acts or whatever in order for them to actually teach you something i learn from people all the time who disagree with me and you can too and and jesus is saying learn from all kinds of people for instance if i got a brain tumor and i'm looking for a neurosurgeon my first question is not did you read your bible this morning my first question to this brain surgeon is not did you go to church last week my church my question is not even are you a christian do you believe in god my question is have you ever done this before because the guy might be cheating on his wife but if he's a brain surgeon he's a brain surgeon does that make sense and so it is nonsense to say you have to agree with everybody in order to learn from this guy is dishonest you don't want to learn that part from him but there are some things that he did right that you need to do with your money now the other thing i want you to notice is the two reasons jesus tells this story First, who is Jesus telling this to? He's telling this to the Pharisees. Now, who are the Pharisees? The Pharisees are the religious leader of Jesus' day. And here are the the characteristics of of a Pharisee. Number one, they're incredibly arrogant. They're not humble. They're incredibly prideful. They're self righteous. They're judgmental. They're demeaning. They're demanding. And they really don't like people. But the number one characteristic of a Pharisee is they're hypocrite. They say one thing and believe something else. And they tell people to do things that they themselves don't even do. So Jesus loved to poke at the Pharisees. He loved to just kind of pop them in the eye. He loved to pop their balloon. Jesus had an amazing ability to comfort the afflicted while afflicting the comfortable. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. There's more great teaching coming up. And if you'd like to connect with Rick, just go to PastorRick.com and click on his social media links. While you're there, be sure to sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has changed your life, you can email him at Rick at PastorRick.com. You know, the world is shouting for our attention. They're offering answers to our relationship struggles, solutions to our financial trouble, and explanations to our search for meaning. But the world's promises leave us empty and searching for more. God's Word contains the only answers that promise to transform your life from the inside out. That's why Pastor Rick has put together the Transformed Study Kit, which includes a leather-bound interactive workbook and a seven-session DVD. This powerful resource can be used independently or with a small group of friends to uncover key biblical principles that will completely transform your life in every area, including spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, and vocational. The Transformed Study Kit is yours when you support this broadcast ministry with a financial gift. Get yours right now by calling 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Or go to PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Thanks so much for your support. Today's the last day to get in on this amazing opportunity, so contact us today. Once again, here's Rick. Jesus had an amazing ability to comfort the afflicted 
while afflicting the comfortable. And he still does that today. If you're in pain, any kind of pain, Jesus wants to comfort you. If you're comfortable, Jesus probably wants to put you in pain. <laughs> because there's some things that need to change in your life. You become very you know, comfortable with the status quo. So here, uh, Jesus knew that the Pharisees loved money. That's why he tells this shocking story and makes a crook a hero. Uh, look at this verse up on, here on the, on the screen. This is the rest of the chapter that I was reading from. It says, the Pharisees dearly loved money. So when they heard what Jesus said, they made fun of him. But Jesus told them, you're always making yourselves look good. But God sees what's in your heart. The things that most people think are important are worthless as far as God is concerned. Now that last phrase is the reason why we're going to look at what we're looking at today. The things that most people think matter, God says, they don't matter at all. What do most people think matters? Possessions, pleasure, power, prestige, popularity, sex, status, salary, money, lust, power, those kind of things. God says those things really don't matter. Those aren't the important things in life. And in this series on transformation, we've been talking about the verse in the Bible that says, don't conform to the world's pattern. Don't fall into their standard of culture, but be transformed by the way you think. I'm going to teach you a whole new way to think about money today. And it is radically counterculture. What God says about money is the exact opposite of everything you've been taught about money. So we're going to look at that. But Jesus is talking about people who love money. And the second thing Jesus tells this story, the reason he tells it, is because most believers are poor money managers. Many of you are not very good at managing your money. You have no emergency savings saved up for an emergency. You have little or no retirement saved up. You're living from hand to mouth. You're living on the bills. In fact, you're living beyond your means. It's not buy it as soon as I get the money. It's buy it before I get the money. And you're deeply in debt. And Jesus has some things to say to all of us about money now this message today it's not a message about giving it's not a message about tithing this is a message about how to manage your money well and how to think about money the way god does because money is one of the greatest sources of worries it's the number one cause of divorce it's till debt do us part now jesus doesn't praise the guy's uh, uh, dishonesty but he does praise his shrewdness what is shrewdness to be shrewd means you're smart you're sharp you're strategic and you're resourceful and when you're shrewd you see a problem clearly you know what needs to be done and then you figure out how to do it and what god wants you to do is god wants you to learn how to be biblically shrewd with your money for the rest of your life and from this story, and we're going to look at it today in detail, we learn four things not to do with your money. God says, don't do these things with your money. And five things you need to remember every day of your life. And if you will remember them every day of your life, your stress regarding your finances is going to go down dramatically. And your joy and your satisfaction is going to increase dramatically. 
All right, let's look at the Bible and see what God has to say. First thing we need to learn in this story is four things not to do with your money. I don't spend a lot of time on this, so let me write quick and we'll get to the other part. Four things not to do. Number one, don't waste it. The Bible says don't waste the money that God allows you to have. Luke 16, 2, the manager was accused of wasting his master's possession. Now, you know, if I walk around thinking it's my money, well, obviously, well, it's my money. If I want to waste it, who cares? But if I think this is God's money, then all of a sudden, I don't want to waste God's money. Okay, this is a big difference. Don't waste it. Number two, don't love it. The Bible says we are not to love money. Don't love it or live for it. And that's what he says in verse 13. He says, no servant can serve two masters. He'll either hate one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot, cannot, circle that, cannot serve both God and money. It's impossible to live with divided allegiance. Have you ever tried to work for two bosses? How'd that work out? Yeah, not very good. The heart of the problem is a problem of the heart, and God wants your heart, and Jesus lays that out in black and white. He isn't vague here. He goes, okay, you got to choose what's going to be number one in your life. You can't have two number one things in your life. You can't say my number one goal in life is to make a lot of money, and my number one goal is to love God. You're going to have to decide. What's going to be number one? You can't have two number ones in your life. Is God going to be number one in your life, or is making a whole lot of money the number one goal of your life? You cannot serve them both. Number three, he says don't trust it. Don't waste it, don't love it, don't trust money for security. I don't care how much money you've got, you can lose it. And so he said, don't put your security in it. Now the manager learned this pretty quick. In verse 3 he says, what am I going to do? I'm losing my job. Many of you know what it feels like to lose your job, to be out of work, and all of a sudden you've got no source of security anymore. How many times have I told you, never, never, never put your security in anything that can be taken from you? If you put your security in your appearance, how you look, I hate to tell us, you're not always going to be as sexy as you are right now. Okay, those looks are going to fade. If you put your security in your health, you can lose your health. If you put your security in your job, you can lose your job. If you put your security in your marriage, you could lose your marriage. If you put your security in a loved one, you can lose a loved one. If you put your security in your bank account, there's a thousand ways to lose all your money. If you want to really be secure, the center of your life has to be built around something that can never, never be taken from you. And there's only one thing that you can never lose. That is God's love for you. You can't make God stop loving you. You can try, but you will fail because God's love is unconditional. It's not based on who you are. It's based on who he is. So you build your life on God's love for you and that relationship. So he says, don't waste it. Don't love it. Don't trust in it because you can lose it. Proverbs 23 verse 5 from the Bible says this. I like this verse. Your money can be gone in a flash as if it had grown wings and flown away like an eagle. <laughs> fly like an eagle. Okay, so it, just fly, it can just fly away like, like an eagle. People say money talks. It does not. It just walks away quietly. <laughs> and you have no idea where it went. And you have too much month left over at the end of the money. You go, what happened here? Just, money just flies away. You know, the United States government is so polite and helpful in this that they put an eagle on every dollar to remind us <laughs> that money can fly away like an eagle. 
All right, so every time you look at a dollar, you go, I'm not keeping this one very long. All right, it's going to be gone like the wind, all right? So don't love it, don't trust it, don't waste it. The fourth thing God says is don't expect it to satisfy. If you think having more will make you more happy, make you more secure, make you more important, make you more valuable, you are seriously misguided because it's not going to satisfy. The more you have, the more you want. Somebody asked Howard Hughes, how much does it take to make a man happy? He said, just a little bit more. There's always more. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10 says this in the Bible. Whoever loves money will never have enough. So you can't love it. And whoever loves wealth will never be satisfied with his income. Because you always want more. That's why Jesus says this in Luke 12. Guard against all kinds of greed. Because your life is not measured by how much you own. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Now, if you've missed any part of this broadcast, including portions we didn't have time for today, simply go to PastorRick.com and listen online anytime. Or download the Pastor Rick's Daily Hope podcast to your smartphone or tablet so you can listen on the go anywhere you are. Rick's going to be back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement, so please stay with us. You know, the world is shouting for our attention with answers to our relationship struggles, solutions to our financial troubles, and explanations to our search for meaning. But the world's promises leave us empty and searching for more. God's Word contains the only answers that promise to transform your life from the inside out. That's why Pastor Rick has put together the Transform Study Kit. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you more. During this series on transformation, we've been talking about seven key areas of your life. Spiritual health, physical health, mental health. We've talked about emotional health, your relational health, your financial health, even your vocational, your career health. God cares about every one of these areas in your life. And did you know he wants to bless each of these areas? And he's given us principles and steps in his words for living healthy, fulfilled lives, not for our happiness alone, but ultimately for God's glory, for his happiness, for his joy. God enjoys watching his children be effective in life. Now, the truth is, we can't change or transform these areas on our own. We have to start trusting God to create the changes within us. The Bible teaches that the closer we get to God, the more our lives will be transformed. And in Jeremiah 29, 13, God says, you'll find me when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else. So I want you And I want me and all of us to get serious about discovering God's wisdom and allowing him to transform our lives. Imagine the difference the world would be if lives were really transformed by the grace of God. Now, it's always been my goal here at Daily Hope, not just to show you what God says to do and how to do it, but to supply you with practical tools for doing it on a daily basis. So I've created a special transformed Bible study kit. Now, in this kit, there are a number of resources that I want you to have. First, seven lessons on DVD that help you go deeper and explore what the Bible has to say about each of these seven key areas of your life. And then there's a 225-page leather-bound workbook filled with tools for personal evaluation, goal setting, 
daily devotions, verses to memorize, a place to take notes and journal, information about additional resources. This study kit can be used uh, not just in your personal life, but as a small group study guide uh, with your friends. I want to send the Transform Bible Study Kit to you as my gift to tell you how much I love you and to say thanks for your financial support of Daily Hope. If you can give any kind of financial support to keep this broadcast expanding throughout the world, to share the message of hope of God's Word, I want you to have the Transform Bible Study Kit. When you give to Daily Hope, it helps us share the message around the world in places where there are no Bibles, no bodies of Christ, and no believers. I want you to know that I love you, and I thank God for you, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. Today is the last day to get this awesome study tool, so contact us today. Call 800-600-5004 to get yours, or you can visit PastorRick.com. That's 1-800-600-5004 or PastorRick.com. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. Don Crow here for WAVA and Preborn. A WAVA listener is offering a three... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.